When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring has sprung. It's Monday. <laughs> it's the Luke and Pete Show, episode number 43. I'm all over the numbers this week, Luke. I know what day it is. I'm dressed like a, a common or garden uh, wrong'un who might <laughs> burgle a house. It's wonderful. That's Pete Donaldson, dressed like an 80s rent boy. I am dressed like an 80s male sex worker. Yes, that is true. And um, to give people a bit of a flavour, Olympiakos shirt from about nine, well, 2012 or something. Uh, and Pr- Christmas of, Nike joggers. A pair of, yeah, a pair of Nike tracksuit bottoms and a pair of old Adidas AstroTurf trainers. I can't say goodbye to these bad boys. They're no. just too lovely. Your heart would never heal its savage free. wounds. Yeah. I'm, of course, Luke Moore. I am dressed relatively normally by my own very low standards. <laughs> um, spring has sprung, you say, Pete, but <clears throat> it's been very, very cold. Yeah, it's a bit chilly, isn't it? Uh, that is why I'm dressed like a, a strange person this week, because I thought I'll go to the gym afterwards, uh, but I don't want to slip over on the snow wearing some kind of like slippers, my gym slippers that uh, I wear. Well, the AstroTurf trainers will give you very, very good grip. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I, I'm surprised how... Little I care for this weather at the moment. Yeah. I think I've I've crossed over into being an old man now. Yeah. I try to make a little snowman outside my window at work, and uh, it didn't. Um, it, uh, my hands were too cold, and I stopped halfway through. Now, what a depressing tale! It's terrible, isn't it? It's Absolutely like a, dreadful. It's like a Raymond Briggs story. <laughs> I made like a, I made the body, and I thought I can't be asked with the head. No, I'm, I'm just. I was only going to make a little one, take a picture of it, but oh, my hands are too, too cold. Uh, we're all closer, one day closer. I know. To Speaking of hands being too cold, um, went out for dinner with my lady wife mm-hmm. yesterday, and on the way back, uh, there was still snow on the ground. So on the way back, um, I thought, I'm gonna, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drop behind her without her noticing because she's got her hood up. Mm. I'm going to roll up a snowball from the uh, roof of a car, yep. and I'm going to ping it at her. Yeah. Um, I did all those things. Yeah. Missed her. Right. I didn't have any gloves on, so my hands were then instantly freezing to the point where I couldn't feel them and do it again. She did have gloves on, rolled up a snowball, threw it back, hit me right in the face. <laughs> Luke, uh, I think you're forgetting what part of the US she comes yeah, from. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> in exactly. many ways. She's well if, used to it. If she was a video game, she would very much be the snow level. You so. nearly adopted the snow. <laughs> I was bored of it. <laughs> but, um, Pete, you must have some tales about um, of snow days and we, snow escapades I mean, as a kid. Surely. I remember it being Growing very, up in the northeast. A lot snowier. Uh, I don't think it's that bad for snow, to be honest. I think um, my mum would always tell me tales ago, oh, that's not snow. That's not snow. you got to, you know, you got when it's up, up above like your, your your waist, that's when it's snow because she's right. from the valleys in, in in Wales. Right, but thing is, she does have the house as warm as the tropical monkey sanctuary. Yeah, uh, building. She yeah. like mums like it warm, and dads get very upset when the thermostat has been changed. <laughs> so if you if you guys have managed to kind of get past uh, your parents uh, messing around with the thermostat, if you manage to kind of have the heating on all day without your parents getting angry. 
or really pleased with the situation, uh, do let us know because I think that would be a valuable <laughs> life hack. Just because yeah. your dad, you know, your dad knows. It's, it, you know, it's an old trope, but like there's been Family Guy sketches. It's sort of like mm. right, someone's someone's been playing with a the thermostat, yeah. and then all the dads from the town come around the same house, going, yeah. "Sorry, what? is the thermostat all right, <laughs> Can Steve?" You- have you got any prints? <laughs> Can you take a print from the bottom? Um, it's a similar conversation. Um, we have a conversation in my house fairly regularly where I have to explain to my, my good wife, who's very, very intelligent, far more qualified than me, you know, an actual scientist, about the, the idea of the thermostat in the house. Right. So it, well, we have this conversation quite a lot, and it's, it's actually quite weird how often it comes up. If we're outside and it's cold, mm. she'll always say, oh, yeah, better turn the heat nut when we get in. Mm. And I always say to her, no, the thermostat is set for the exact temperature you like, right? Yeah. 20 degrees or whatever, 21 degrees. Mm. Right? It'll always be 21 degrees because that's how the heating works. Yeah. The, the, the thermostat inside isn't going, oh, it's a bit colder outside, so I better turn it up a bit. It stays at that temperature. That's the whole point of it. Yeah, but then um, gas companies try and sell you those kind of home hive heating things that kind of automatically from an app uh, or from an app, uh, you can kind of adjust it while you're outside. So for that very reason, really. But yeah, I, I agree. I thought you were going no to go some sort of um, big gas conspiracy then. I thought <laughs> we were going to go infowars.com. <laughs> big gas. But you're not getting any my, scrapes my, as a kid with snow? N- uh, not really. Um, I'm trying to think of the, I don't have many snow stories. I, d- I don't think the North East is particularly much way snowier than anywhere else, to be honest. I don't think it's... Really? Because uh, I remember a chilly. good few days as a kid, maybe five, six separate occasions when there was... There was some good, solid snow. And I grew up right on the mm. south coast, like a stone's throw from the south coast. Right. And, um, but we still had a decent amount. Mm. And there's a bit of a misnomer, I think, about this whole snow day thing, where people say, oh, it's brilliant, wasn't it, when you were a kid and it snowed and you didn't have to go to school. We but, never had that. Yeah, well, but the thing That's is... That's an American thing. That's the Simpsons. But the thing is, for me, Pete, is that if it was snow, I desperately wanted to go to school because that's where all my friends were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, you don't want to stay on for that. No. Nah. Especially, were you an only child? No. Nah. I've got oh, a sister, right. haven't I? Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah no, I'm not having that. Like, I, no, I think I, I used to love. I I, I remember running to school because I was really excited about the fact that when you get in, so basically you spend all your time in the yard, you spend all your time in the in the in, on the backfield stuff, mm. and then one day, everything's different. Everything's yeah. white. Everything's covered in white snow, and it's yeah. brilliant and yeah. exciting. And the volume gets ramped up. Everyone's screeching. Oh man! Did you ever put? Let's it? go to a school. Let's not go to a school. No, let's not go to a school. <laughs> Did you ever put some ice inside a snowball and throw no, it? No, I didn't because you were the school bully and I wasn't. Right? <laughs> I was. Listen, my school. You're was... underestimating exactly how rough my school was. <laughs> but you know what? Once um, the best ever snowball I ever threw, and I, I my 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 snowball throwing uh, technique and, and and record is is uh, you know indescribably Patchy. poor. But this one time. There was a kid who I played football with at school uh, called Robin Gray. Um, if you're listening, Robin, I apologise for this. Uh, he's not really listening. I, I was walking down the road on the way to school with my good friend Jimmy on the other side of the road, but Robin Gray was there, mm. and he threw a snowball over us. Mm. And then I think he sort of realised that there was two of us and only one of him, and he was a bit outnumbered. <laughs> so he started to leg it off. Right. I armed myself with a snowball, and I threw it at him. And the angle he was at, because he was in front of me, running away, meant there's no way I was ever going to get him in the face because of the way he was running away. Right. But no word of a lie. At that moment he turned around? No. It's better than that. Listen, it's stuck with me ever since. <laughs> no word of a lie. I, as I, I ran, I threw it, and as it hit him, it hit his hand, because he was pumping his arms to run, right. which then hit it into his own face. <laughs> That's 
terrible. What, an, what everything an awful that's happened, situation. Everything that's happened in my life since then, there's been a complete letdown. <laughs> I, I, I was. I, it's true to say, I was fully opened up to the possibilities of life at that moment. <laughs> his only, uh, his only crime was not counting how many people there were. To be honest, he, that was foolish. Like I say, rough school. Well, the Eskimos only have one word for snow, isn't it? Like, don't the Eskimos only have one? It's one. Oh no. Was the Inuit people? Who are the people who only count to two, and then after that, it's just like lots. Um, One, two, lots. It's possible, but I know that the, the rumor is that they've got like forty words for snow. Yeah, and Kate Bush did a record there with a title fifty yeah. words. I for d- snow, I, yeah, I, d- I don't. Think, I, I think it's kind of just different. I, in the same way that we said sleet and snow and yeah, I but sleet isn't snow, is it? It's different. Yeah, it's a, Otherwise, it wouldn't snow, need a different right? name, would it? Kind of snow, isn't it? Yeah. Um, shall we get on with some emails? Yeah, I you didn't do your, the snow. Oh, yeah. you didn't do your it's been, mate. Well, what are we using? It's been as a full stop this time round. Yeah, do it. All right. That's been. <laughs> That's been. All right, cool. So last week we had emails about um, boys that we grew up. No, we, we talked about boys we grew up with called Paul. And we had emails about cat burials, um, the Luke and Pete show drinking game, patent pending, mm. um, and Stubbington Study Centre, of course. And we did a bit on Cocaine Bear. So that's the uh, that's the, oh, the, the recap. Cocaine Bear, yeah. yeah, Pablo Escobar. Um, let's see what the um, the wonderful community of listeners we have has <laughs> thrown up with for us uh, this time around. Pete, do you want to go first? Uh, I'll go first. All right then. Oh, should we have a jingle? Uh, yeah. Well, we'll do a jingle. We'll do a jingle. We've already had the jingle. All right. We said a, we said a that spin. We'll have a jingle when, when we hit the ad break. All, All right. right. Okay, mate. Greedy, You're the boss. Greedy jingle boy. Um, hi guys, this is from Kieran Judge. Hello, Kieran. Hello, Kieran. Uh, listening to your recent show, Pete asked what was the difference between poison and venom. Uh, yeah. Having just taken my son to the National History Museum in half term, along with the entire population of Britain, judging by the queues, despite endless weaving between push chairs and screaming children, we had a lovely day. The highlight being when I came across a sign displayed on the wall of one of the exhibitions that states, "If you bite into something, it kills you." Sorry, if it, I can't get it right. <laughs> I'm clearly it's neither of those things. Yeah. If you bite into something, it kills you. <laughs> it poison. Yeah. Um, if you bite into something and it kills you. It's poison. If you are bitten and it kills you, it's venom. It's venom. Yeah. So there we go. That's the right. What I think that's the right way to pronounce the word venom. 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 <laughs> because it needs to be taken seriously, you know. Um, isn't Tom Hardy venom? Speaking of Ben, he's been Ben he? and he's uh, venom. I think I'm not a big. He gets all the roles. Superhero guy, but uh, he's very watchable. Do very you rem- watchable. Do you remember man. the most obviously PR'd news story of like 2016 when he? Was apparently he apparently caught a, a burglar. Yeah, no, yeah. it was a moped thief. That's or right. Yeah, chase a moped or something. Yeah. Oh, bloody no, nonsense. Um, this. Um, uh, who was that from? Kieran Judge. Oh, Thank Kieran you. Kieran. Natural, Natural History Museum. Are you a big fan of that place? Yes, I am. Um, I don't know where I talked about my favorite exhibit, but um, it's a very underwhelming <laughs> exhibit. Uh, but I love it, and it's the first thing I look at, and it's the last thing I look at before I leave because it's in the basically the big bit where they used to have the dinosaur. I think they moved it. Didn't well, they? They the, moved the, the dinosaur, the, listen, the record will re- the record will um, be, be be remembered that I stuck with the Natural History Museum during that difficult uh, transition between uh, Brontosaurus and Blue Whale in the right. lobby. Okay, so then now there's a Blue Whale. I've yeah. not been in since then, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, there's uh, just on one of the like the alcove bits. There's this uh, beautiful kind of uh, tree trunk. Uh, that has been in uh, in situ for such a long time, not in the building, but in it'd been there for like God, thousands and thousands of years. Mm. And the minerals had kind of been soaked up um, through precipitation. Yeah. And then it once um, it, it becomes like mineralized, so it's like, like a hard. It looks like a tree, 
but it's hard. Like, um, rock. So it's almost like calcified. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like not in a crumbly like, way. It's like, like marble. Like, it's like marble. They, they polish the top of it. It's like, it's like marble, it's but it's a tree. It's like Keith Richards. <laughs> it is, yeah, he's been varnished, <laughs> been laminated. Wow. And, what, and where can people find that? In... Literally the lobby of the National History Museum. <laughs> going, I've seen everything else. <laughs> I've seen everything. I'm leaving. Well, it does not get better than this. <laughs> Uh, very Evening good. dinner off it. Hello. Thanks for that, uh, Kieran Judge, and thanks for that, Pete. Mm. Uh, this email I'm about to read, I'm going to big it up, okay? okay? It's probably my favourite email since um, the guy delivered the washing machine and there was pictures of everyone all over the walls with the eyes cut out. Right, yeah. Which was a long time ago now. Okay. Get on this, Pete, and sail it home. This is from Chris Johnson, okay? Mm. He's, he's not said in the email that he doesn't want to be named, so I've named him, okay? <laughs> the amount of innocuous stuff we get from people that don't want to be named is unreal. This, this Chris Johnson's going balls to the wall. He doesn't care. He's going balls out of the bath with mm. this one. He says, hello, chaps. Um, your recent chat about deep fat fryers and the coming of Mother's Day reminds me of the second worst present we ever gave our mother. <laughs> when me and my brother, also a listener, were about 12 and 9 respectively, we bought our mother a deep fat fryer and a bag of potatoes. Nice. That's fair. It's still in the garage and I imagine still filled with the same horrible fat. But that brings us on to the worst present we ever bought our mum. <laughs> this was when I was 10 and my brother was 7. The thing you must realise is that we grew up in the countryside and we barely ever ventured into the nearest big towns of Grimsby or Cleethorpes. We still had a fragrance <laughs> of youthful innocence. <laughs> our fr- our mum's friend Jane had come over for a cuppa and about 30 cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know what that's in there. It had recently been her birthday, and she was telling her mum about a wonderful spa trip she had been on, complete with a massage. Oh, we thought, here's an idea. Our mum would probably really love a massage for her Mother's Day. We looked in our money pots and had around £30. The plan was made. We would be the best sons around. This is already a heartwarming story. Yeah, our mum was going to burst with excitement that she was getting her own massage. It is a heartwarming story, uh, Pete, but prepare your heart to be turned to ice and smashed into a million <laughs> tiny pieces. We got our uncle to drive us the 30-odd minutes to the only massage place we knew, a place called Nicole's in the rougher end of the rough already Grimsby. <laughs> Why our uncle dropped us in the car park, we don't know. Why he didn't take us somewhere else, we also don't know. But there we were, Nicole's Massage Parlour, Cleethorpes Road, Grimsby. Anyone listening from this part of the world will know that Nicole's is not the massage parlour you send your mother to. It's a top-shelf massage parlour, and it is now called Playgirls. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> a barely disguised brothel frequented by men of the sea. <laughs> men of the sea! <laughs> Not picking up on any of these signs, two children wandered in. Unsurprisingly, they didn't do gift cards for a relaxing spa, though. <laughs> the look on our mum's face as she opened an envelope which contained a leaflet for a brothel with £30 cash stuffed in it will live with me forever. Our dad was also shocked, and I guess at some point he had a word with our uncle. Oh, now that wow is an email. First Chris, of all, I love the fact that he bought his mother a deep fat fry. Something you don't seem to have a problem with, Pete. No, uh, <laughs> no, that's all right, isn't it? No, I think it's very, very bad. Well, no, because if you're the, if you're tasked every time with frying chips for everyone, it's only natural to sort of go, "Here you go, ma'am. This would be a bit easy, won't it?" Oh, that's mean. Why is that mean? It's very eighties that attitude. <laughs> no, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying, but if that's her job, that that's what she does all the time. That's her job. You're not going to get the kids to make the chips, are you? You can't have them knocking about with deep yeah, fat. No, I, I think it's an absolute, it's an absolute necessity of convenience if you eat a lot of chips. I'm just saying it might not be appropriate for a Mother's Day present specifically. No, maybe not. But you know, 
not as bad as a fucking knocking shop. <laughs> Absolutely not. not. As bad as a voucher for a knocking. Not even a voucher. They don't know vouchers. That's yeah. what I like that, about it. Yeah, I can imagine them saying, "Okay, so sorry, what is it you want?" <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I've also ne- just never realized... said it, it doesn't say in the email whether she went or not. So it's true. I'm, I'm, have, I'm, look, I think we are saying for the record that maybe is it Nicole's massage parent now Playgirl's massage. Yeah. Maybe they allow uh, women in. Maybe they have. Um, just by you know the law, if you run a business, you got you can't discriminate. Not the point. Is so it? you got to give the women what they want to. I imagine that um, <laughs> I imagine that Chris's uh, mother took that thirty pound cash and instantly deep fat fried it <laughs> because she knew there was nothing else to do with the money because it was it was tainted. Uh, by the way, I've just realised Poison and Venom are two eighties bands. Uh, Poison definitely are. Poison Venom must are. be. Venom, Venom must, yeah, be. must be. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I can, I can, I can see the t-shirt now. To be honest. Yeah, okay. Somebody saw a picture of a stained, not stay, stay Ned, stained the band, yeah. uh, rock band t-shirt, and it yeah. was on sale in one of those fucking boutique stores uh, in, in London for like 185 quid, because it's cool. Sorry, in what is massive it? Massive inverted commas. What was it? This, a stained t-shirt. A t-shirt? Been a while. Yeah, I know they are, yeah. Um, yeah, a t-shirt for that band, right, on sale in like a boutique kind of shop. For like 185 quid. Huh. So like, you could buy that t-shirt anywhere. Yeah. It's a band t-shirt. It's 20 quid. Or if you're walking past the Hammersmith Apollo and they're on, yeah. you buy it for 10 quid outside from, yeah. the, uh, from the dodgy block outside. Yeah. Incredible. What? So they just, have they come full circle and become cool or something? No, I think they're just... They're always I think, quite widely derided. No, I, th- I just think uh, slightly naive uh, youngsters, uh, possibly usually females, um, in kind of boutique shops will buy t-shirts that are like... Kind of retro eighties T-shirts, but like yeah. Stain isn't really that retro. I, 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 read, I, I read somewhere before I forget exactly where that you know that iconic Guns and Roses logo, the crucifix with their five skulls yeah. on it. Like they have made an astonishing amount of money from that. Like I bet, and, it's, and, and obviously they've sold they sold a lot of records as well. Like Appetite for Destruction still sells like five thousand records a week or something. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, I don't wow. think I, I don't think people will pick me up on this. I haven't checked, but I, I don't think it's ever been out of the Billboard top two hundred. Mm. Well, there's, well, there's a reason why. Um, if you want to, everyone to like know the devaluation of uh, of music, uh, there's still they're a band that don't need to give away music. Let's say, yeah, and uh, they don't need to work that hard, but they're still touring, which means that touring makes all the money now. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I think, but I think with Guns and Roses though, particularly, that is almost a sort of um, they didn't do it for so long because they all had big egos and stuff. And they just wanted to get involved again. And knowing, knowing that even it doesn't matter how much money you've got, knowing that you can sell out. I mean, I went to see them at the Olympic Stadium mm. um, or the London Stadium, as it's now known, um, last summer. Right. And, you know, it, I think it was like 75 quid a ticket. Mm. And how many people can you fit in there? Like 40,000, 50,000? I mean, yeah. you, you, no, no matter how rich you are, for a couple of nights' work, you can't really be turning that down, you know. Well, Bruce Springsteen's doing like an on Broadway tour where he just plays like a small theatre. Mm. I mean, it's not a small theatre; it's still by his standards. Yeah, yeah, by his standards, it's pretty good. But he's extended his. He's made like a few million quid out of it at doing like a thirty-day run or something. Yeah, uh, and so he's going to extend that. I think that'd be good. Which is, and uh, you know, um, one of the funniest things I've seen around that sort of topic uh, recently is you know Metallica are always Metallica are always really. Um, Sort of derided and 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 and, and criticised for being quite corporate and quite right. sort of you know they were the, they were the ones who led the fight against Napster. They yeah, were very yeah, corporate. Yeah, yeah. They wanted all the money they could get and all the rest of it. And I, I'm a fan of them as a band, but that, that's that's the thing, that's their thing they're known for. And the Onion did an absolutely fantastic headline, um, which was and it's a picture of Metallica looking quite pensive, 
And it said, uh, members of Metallica debate whether new riff will affect share price. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Yeah. Somebody, um, somebody replaced, um, you know that St. Anger uh, album where the drums are just really crappy? Yeah. Um, it has a very sort of distinct drum sound. And it'll probably, in the future, people will probably judge it more favorably. Somebody went back and like took some of their most iconic songs and replaced it with that fucking Yorkshire pudding sound. <laughs> Mm. kind of uh, sound on the drums. It, it sounds sound like? bloody dreadful. Yeah. It sounds bloody I would, I, would, I would have to say, I'm not, I wouldn't be a huge fan of their more recent uh, work. No. But um, back in the day, they were the, they were the, they were life to me back in the day. They Metallica were life to and, me. Metallica and Guns N' Roses were, were life to me I back think in Hef, the day. I think Heffield's doing a bit of acting now. I think is he, he really? In, I he's think a fascinating guy. He was in, he's very right wing. Is he very right wing? Yeah. Like, uh, Big time. Like Jesse, who's the fellow of the... Um, uh, not Quiz the Stone Age. Um, who's the fella out? What's his other band? Um, Who? Oh, um, Eagles of Death Metal. Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah. That, that guy who's like a preacher guy. The moustache. The moustache guy, yeah. yeah. He's, he's a nasty, not, nasty piece they, of work. They were playing at the Bataclan, weren't they? When it, um, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's the band you mean, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 James Hetfield, um, quite a curious character because as far as I understand it, I mean, he had huge alcohol problems for, for large parts of his life and, and he also had an estranged father. Mm. And a lot of their early work, I mean, they're very young. I mean, he's... Stuff like Kill 'Em All and the early records are mm. very, very, very. They're very young, and and his lyrics are decent. And then the songs are obviously amazing. They're full of just anger and, and angst and all this other mm. stuff. And it essentially all comes from this estranged relationship that he had with his father. Mm. But as soon as he um, cleaned up, um, he had really didn't really have anything else to write about, so it became <laughs> difficult. But have you seen that documentary, Some Kind of Monster? No. So the, Some Kind of Monster is set around St. Anger, which is their 2003 record, um, and they've got this. It's proper Spinal Tap, but in real life most of it mm. it's fascinating to see the dynamic but they've got this live-in therapist right <clears throat> and he sits in on like songwriting sessions no oh, that's not a bad uh it's, we should, we should have one of them yeah it's, it's it's fascinating but pete no word of a lie classic the classic hetfield moment is he has an argument with lars Ulrich, the drummer and they're mm. the sort of two de facto leaders yeah. of the band because rob trujillo is new and um and um what's his name um kirk hammett's quite laid back mm. and um he has a big row with lars Ulrich about something and uh, no word of a lie, he just gets up and goes, well, that's it, I'm done, I'm out of here. And he leaves, and a little bit of text comes over, and it says, uh, six months later. And he t- comes back six months later, <laughs> like, what have you been doing? He's like, I've been in uh, Siberia hunting bears. <laughs> it's almost like he said, what's the, thought, what's the most James Hetfield thing I could do? <laughs> He's honestly such a character. And obviously we don't endorse hunting bears, that's horrific, but it no. is very, very true to, to form. I mean, Fantastic to fair, movie. To be fair, one of the ferro fights in the, in the Hunter versus... Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> we don't know what, what, what weapon he used. No, he? exactly. But anyway, that's a Metallica detour. That's, that's a bit of Metallica. Yeah. Anyway. What have you got next? Did you want to do another email? Do I'll do a little email. Uh, yeah. Steve Erickson, a little bit of... Uh, he's, oh, he's angry. He's angry. Who's this? Uh, Steve Erickson. Okay. Um, hi, guys. American here. All right. <laughs> Showing off. I once... We, I think we are talking about tipping and how annoyed oh, I get yeah, when people yeah, can't yeah. tip properly. I once went out to eat at a place with a friend at a place that does not split the bill. In anticipation, I bought cash. My half was $33. I gave him $40 with the rest to tip the waitress. That's $7. He put the entire bill on his credit card. I glanced at it and was dumbfounded to see that on the receipt, he left the waitress a $5 tip. That is unacceptable. <laughs> it's absolutely unacceptable. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. There's one thing I can't stand. <laughs> it's like parsimony to that level. I understand not everyone. Listen, neither right. of us are wealthy. $40 is not a, is no. not a king's ransom. Whatever you, you're eating out. You're yeah. already eating out. You're in for a penny. <laughs> Yeah, that's what do you think? Because you you are you are famously Pete in these parts at least famously a very generous man. I would say over generous. If I know how I, do you feel about that parsimony in 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 um in at odds to that? 
I, th- I think that's such a strange thing to do. What are you getting out of that? I've got friends who do that, but yeah. what are you getting out of that? It's that kind of... Uh, or they'll, or they'll put, there'll be, um, usually in London, the, the tip will be included on the, on the receipt. That's right, yeah. Which is bullshit, yeah. but that's what happens. But they say it's optional, don't they? They say it's optional. No, it's bullshit because um, the the waiters and waitresses don't necessarily see much of that. Like they they, they use yeah, that I always to, check. to bolster the uh, to bolster the minimum I always wage check, or whatever. Yeah. And um, and yeah, so uh, and then I'll you know if I've got some coins, I'll, I'll check some coins down. And like the amount of times I go, no mate, the tips included. I go, yeah, I know. No, the tips included. Yeah. I've got yeah, I know. I just put some coins but, down. But you right. are you are overly generous to the point where, and I, as I said to you before, I hate tight people. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't. I don't understand it. I'm not saying that I'm. I'm obviously not wealthy, but you know, there's a, there's a there's a situation where you you shouldn't really fall into the trap of knowing the price of everything and the value of nothing. Mm. And but you are so generous that some. But once before you <clears throat> you gave me fifty euros when we were out once, and because there was no cash point nearby. Were we in? Uh, were we in Europe? Do you remember? Yeah, we were in Europe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you just gave me it. No, yeah, we were in Europe, and you don't. You won't remember this partly because you're probably drunk, and partly because it's just probably the sort of thing you do all the time, which is horrific because you've probably given away way too much money. What you gave me fifty euros because there was no cash point around. The next day, you refused to take it back from me. Just I had to pain, force it back on you. Pain in the ass, isn't it? Yeah, um, just admin. I don't like admin. That's there the problem. Go. But he's upset. So <laughs> did, did so basically he's sort of wondering whether his friend stole seven dollars and tipped her five dollars, or did he not tip her and steal two pounds from him? I literally kept this to myself for years until bringing it up with him as a pile-on point after being annoyed about some other behaviour. Yeah, good. Te- that's, that's, that is textbook human being behaviour. I like that. I like that. I'll use this as a proxy for something else. What, so he, he gave him $7 and the guy only tipped $5. Yeah. So he's basically incredible. robbed you of $2 straight away and his half of the tip in the first place. It, the only person who wins the least is the waiter or waitress. Yeah, yeah. I once miscalculated a tip in a... Uh, pub in um los angeles right and the waitress got very annoyed with me oh what you didn't put enough in well i did the maths wrong we've right. been sat we me and a couple of my pals have been sat in a pub because of the time difference watching um it would have been an evening game here so mm. i guess about midday in la and we got in there early we're the only people in there and we ended up tying one on a bit and staying until about seven or eight mm. and they decided to leave and we and it was table service we just run up a bill yeah, for yeah, beers yeah, yeah, and food yeah. and all this stuff and i i i think i left a zero off the tip by accident and and I gave her a whole load of notes, which I thought ended up being a thirty dollar tip. Right, but it was a three dollar tip. Nah. And she literally came back. It was one. Of the, I was obviously a lot younger then. It was one of the most excruciating experiences of my life at the time. And she said, "What's that?" And I didn't. I hadn't twigged, so I went, "Oh, it's just a tip." And she went, "Well, you can keep it." Oh, so just, and she put three dollars down. I had to grab her. Going, I'm really sorry. I, I miscalculated. Well, and she still didn't believe me. I think she still thought I was just trying to chance it. Well. I don't, maybe the Brits don't have the greatest reputation when it comes to uh, when it comes to. But that. we do for politeness. We talk about uh, we talk about Japan quite a lot. Japan no tipping. You, Not they, allowed. They will run down the street with your money. It's seen as so. This is something you can learn about in more detail on your other excellent show, Pete. Abroad in Japan. Abroad in Japan. And it is seen, as far as I understand it, as literally rude to even offer a tip. Is that mm. right? And also, they um, when you get money back as change in a convenience store, a konbini. Uh, they've got a little tray. They put the money down in. They don't like putting money into hands because it's seen as, um, you know, like a subservient sort of thing. Like a, huh. you're the employer, you're the employee kind of thing. Is it? Uh, let me ask you a quick question on this because I've got a feeling this might be a myth. Is um, is it frowned upon to shake hands? 
Uh, they don't do a lot of it. Right. I, I think, yeah, but I think... They bow, do they? Yeah, well, I, I bow when I'm there. Everyone, like, but the problem is... Um, you bow when you come in the studio with me, <laughs> and that's how it should be. I do a big regal bow, and I use very honorific languages. <laughs> yeah, the right honourable. When I say thank you, I say domo. I think I can say Yeah. Um, uh, no, but I think I think they realise that if they're shaking hands with a, a gaijin, uh, a non uh, a non Japanese person, they they will they'll bend the rules a little bit and they'll shake your hand. But I thought that came from <laughs> the idea of the spreading of germs and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, I, okay. I think it's I think it goes a lot. I think it's a lot older than that. That kind of rule, to be okay. quite frank. All right, um, I've got yeah. an- another quick email to fit in. All right, um, then about laughing. Laughing. I love to laugh. Ha, 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 ha. Some would say, Pete, it's the best medicine. It really, really is. Um, and I hope you've had a lot of laughs listening to this show today. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is from uh, James in Lyon. 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 Mais oui. Lyon or Lyon, as the kings of. No, he's in a Lyon. Oh, he's in a Lyon tapping away. <laughs> no, Lyon. There, there was a picture of... Uh, so there's a very famous um, uh, Japanese video game developer. Uh, he did Metal Gear. Oh yeah, he did, all, he did all snake, the metal snake thingy, solid snake, solid yeah, yeah. <laughs> snake, solids, <laughs> snake, no solids. I can't eat solids. I'm, no, I'm it's on venom. A, I'm it's on venom. A, it's venom. <laughs> if you get bitten by Hideo Kojima, uh, so his name's uh, Hideo uh, Kojima, okay. uh, and his uh, and he's a very um, celebrated guy. Uh, he had a falling out with Konami. It was this big thing, and now he's doing other stuff with weirdly um, Daryl out of The Walking Dead, and um, is it Hans Mikkelsen or Mans Mikkelsen? I can't remember. But now there anyway, he was just spooky guy from James Bond. Um, and he, uh, and so he's this massive big deal. Anyway, he's in London at the moment, and his kind of like Instagram or his um, Twitter kind of pictures is just him like in a weather spoons. <laughs> like this guy is money. This guy is like he's one of the most famous people in the world. I mean, not to anybody really over here, but like to anyone who yeah. knows video games, yeah. he is a rock star. Maybe he just loves Brexit, which <laughs> <laughs> is really weird. Like this guy who's like this who, you know, could not walk down the street in Japan, could not walk down the street in, in China or anywhere. Right. He's just in, like, a Weatherspoons or a Nando's just having a bit have of you, food. Have you gone to try and find him? There, there was a shot of him in the, I think it was in the Nando's, I think it's Nando's, or whatever the restaurant is on the corner of Leicester Square, and I was like, I, I, there's I the underground go. sign, Yeah. there's the uh, Aberdeen Steakhouse, I'm right around the corner. You go I'm there. Run <laughs> try some of your Japanese on Kojima, him. Kojima, Kojima! I mean, that, similar things that happened... Uh... <laughs> I love the idea of you ride the street show. Touch my son! Don't worry, don't you go! One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. Feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I, I, um, I saw a couple of my uh, family in the US online chuckling that um, Steph Curry who's one of the most famous athletes in the US. Yes, okay. the best prob- I mean, I don't know much about it, but arguably the greatest mm. NBA player around mm. at the moment. He he was over in the UK doing something mm. and he went to Stamford Bridge yeah. um, to watch a game. Mm. And after the game, he hung around for autographs. About 20 people there. It's mad, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. Absolutely. If you ever... People you would step, queue for hours in the US. You step outside your kind of um, bubble and, uh, well, your, your, the country in which you're famous. I mm. mean, either just go down, you know, into the border, the border of Mexico or something. And and you figure out what a bu- what a fame bubble is effectively. It's mm. it's it's a very strange situation. Yeah. Anyway, laughing. laughing. I, will, I will squeeze this in. It's from James and Leon. Leon. Um, I don't know how that. Why were, we t- were you talking about a Japanese game developer when I said Leon? Uh, or tapping Leon away in Leon. Leon. Okay, right. Anyway, <laughs> James says uh, doesn't take much Luke to be honest. No. Uh, dear Pete and Luke, um, I have been a long time listening to the excellent productions of Radio Stakhanov. Uh, mainly beginning with the OG that is the Football Ramble. We'll appreciate that, James. Mm. Radio Stakhanov is there for you to enjoy, and anyone listening at home should go and check out all those shows at radiostakhanov.com. S-T-A-K-H-A-N-O-V, Stakhanov. Anyway, he said he first started listening to the show on his PSP while trying to go to sleep. Now, PSPs, eh? PSP. Still find them. Who, who, who Can you still find them? Uh, yeah, probably. But I mean, in the um, CEX sex shop. Yeah, uh, I got one given to me by work back in the day. Because <laughs> I was I was doing uh, on demand video for a company, and they were doing it for PSPs. Yeah. He says since then I've been listening ever since um, with the same lucid ritual of falling in and out of sleep, listening to your dulcet tones. However, as I have recently discovered, your shows have had a larger impact on my life than just oh. helping me to fall asleep. I have realised that I laugh like Pete Donaldson. Ah, dickhead. <laughs> He says, since I started listening to your shows roughly nine years ago, my laugh has been transformed to the high-pitched outburst of the one and only Pete Donaldson. Like Chandler in Friends with his hypnosis tape. I don't know what that means. I haven't seen Friends, really. Uh, Do you know it? it, I'm getting sort of gloomy images of that episode. You are so Chandler. (laughs) Anyway, listening to Pete's laugh over the years must have projected itself on me. I constantly get remarks that my loud shrill is deafening to a conversation and can only assume this is due to Pete. Yes. He ends the email by saying, I really hope this is the only characteristic I receive from him. You can't catch hepatitis <laughs> over a PSP. Audio. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Orally. PSP, which ironically does sound like a, a, a venereal <laughs> disease as well. Um, you can't catch it orally, but you can catch it orally. <laughs> quite. <laughs> um, laughs are a funny thing because... You know, I noticed when I was reading this email earlier that some people have a completely silent laugh. And that's that's the last thing you want. That's when you're, joyless. Well, when you're making a, a radio show and you right. want a bit of an atmosphere, if you had three people who all had silent laughs, it'd mm. be very difficult, wouldn't it? <laughs> it would, because people wouldn't know, what, people wouldn't get involved, would they? <laughs> silent la- a silent laugh, that reminds me of uh, <laughs> a really creepy bloke I knew once told a there brother of another friend oh, that is, who's like, he's just horrible little man he used to do like swing dancing to get with girls uh, and uh, <laughs> and he's a right little creepy creepster and he went uh, yeah I was uh, with a girl at the moment she's a she's a silent comer oh for god I was sake, like Pete. come on 
That's all right. Look, that's what he said. Do you know? People love a bit of filth. Do you know? So, but I would argue the way that man carries himself, there was no C happening. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, there was no, there was, there was no, yeah, there was no peak there at all. To can, be honest, can I just say, do you know what I wrote down here on this, on this, this notes here? Silent comma. I'm, no, <laughs> silent I'm, witness. I'm, yeah, I, um, I've written. Let's do the next show silently. No, I've, ri- I've written. <laughs> we managed to get through a whole show without you taking it down to the gutter, but yeah. we fucking didn't, did we? You can't come in a gutter. Um, can I just please wrestle this back quickly and say my favourite type of laugh is that wheezy old man type laugh that Les Dawson used to do. No, because I always think that um, turn, might turn into a heart attack. It always just well, it sounds... did with Les Dawson. Well, God rest maybe. God I rest him. I, th- I, I, I don't like those laughs. I, you can contract them because I think... I don't think I always laugh like this. I think listening to the old X of M Ricky Gervais podcasts, like 10 years ago, like before I even started working in radio, was like I contracted that laugh effectively. So if you've contracted the laugh, that's probably, you know, it, it's, a, it's a pretty... I've got two little two levels, like proper, like <laughs> and <laughs> like and really yeah. kind of like. Yeah. But you can contract laughs. I really think you can. Something I find really endearing about you is that when I'm telling a story that you can see is hopefully going to be funny, you have this expression on your face where you can't wait for the punchline to laugh. Yeah, and it's very very endearing. Got joy in my heart. Luke. I've wasted ten years of my adult life with you, and I've yeah. not contracted my your laugh. <laughs> so maybe it's only contracted. To some people, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Wait, it's like um, uh, when you can... Can you give a dog a yawn or can a dog give you a yawn? If a dog <laughs> yawns, if a dog yawns, you can catch the yawn. You know, you know, do- like, you know yeah. you got- But you can catch a yawn from anyone. Okay. <sighs> <sighs> Who's yawning? Hands up. Alexa, Alexa. yawn. <laughs> Alexa, do a yawn. You can catch a yawn from anyone, can't you? Yeah, but I watched um, Wayne Rooney on the telly in the ground. He was watching... Football match. He was in. The, he was spotted in the stand, and he's with his little little Ben, and he uh, yawned, and I caught the yawn just watching it on telly. I just love the idea of yawns being so kind of like, oh, I'll go for one of them. I'll have one of them, and it costs nothing. <sighs> Beautiful. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess it just, it just. I guess you just have to see it because I remember mm. sitting in a Spanish class at school, and the, the tables were like a U. Did you have an El Yano? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, "What's Spanish for yawn?" No, and, <laughs> and we're in a U shape, so a lot of us were facing other people. And um, I remember noticing very, very clearly that when someone yawned, everyone was yawning. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, sure is. Did you learn much Spanish? Sí. <laughs> sí. Uh, right, let's get out of it. We got to get out of it because um, it's time is against us. We'll be That's back it. on Thursday, you we'll guys. Be back on Thursday. Don't worry. We about got your back. Yeah. We got your back. He's right, hoping then. for no more snow. <laughs> I, it's really hard to get in at the moment. It's actually, it's really grinding my gears, Luke. Let's get out of here. We'll be back. Uh, Find up then, so people know. Yeah, I know. Oh, there we go. Oh well, yeah, I've got this button. See, when I press this button, it gets a little bit louder. Oh, on Thursday we'll talk about Maplins. Oh, don't. Hey, yeah, because we, too we need to address it. It's an elephant in the room. Too soon. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. 
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.